Hello and welcome to Eat the Damn Cake. I am Carly. And I am Maddie. And we're back at it again this week. We are just thriving and we just want to welcome you especially if this is your first time listening i'll just tell you a real quick blurb about us we are just trying to shatter norms in the fitness industry and make it a more inclusive and accepting environment for you all so hopefully that tickles your fancy a little bit if this is your first time listening yeah welcome welcome so excited to have you yeah welcome to our little space thank you for letting us in your eardrums so for those of you, we have an exciting announcement. For those of you who have subscribed, reviewed, and rated us five stars. We have something coming your way. Yes. Send us a screenshot of you doing that. And something might come. And we will DM you and with a discount code. Oh my God. For our merch. And you know this beautiful merch that we have? It is ho for carbs. Ho for carbs. We are hoes. For carbs. carbs. So and if you don't know, refer back to our Instagram, please. I recently posted Circle back. a picture <laughs> to me double fisting French bread and um, Which, my Ho for Carbs sweatshirt on. So if you guys do want merch and you want a cute little discount on merch, then send us a little screenshot, screenshot on our Instagram a at Eat the Damn Cake Podcast and of your review, of your rating, and you've subscribed. It has to be a five star rating. Yep. And we disqualified if it's it's one star. Goodbye. Um, Um, But if it is, we will send you a discount code and you can use it at your leisure. Yeah. So super excited. If you've already done this, feel free to screenshot what you've already done. Absolutely. We, I mean, some of you, I was noticing, I was going through the reviews yesterday and some people for the name, just, you know, when you like have to just type something random, they like type all the most random letters. So if you're one of those people we do ask that you go back and redo one with your real name on it because there's no way of us actually knowing if that was you, if it's a bunch of random letters. True. So no claiming work if it's not yours. True, true, true. Yep. All right. So today I got mauled at the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to jump right in. Yeah. Today I got actually mauled at the dog park. And I mean, I was like debating even bringing this on <laughs> on the air today Carly, because I was very sensitive. Carly gets very... I don't know if we know this about her yet. Mad? She gets angry. Um, okay, no, but, but this, this, this was rightfully so. Justified. Okay. Usually I get irrationally <laughs> angry. Today was justified anger. And what happened was I was taking my sweet angel baby Duke for a walk. And I, like, we come up on this path and this dog appears out of nowhere. And he... <laughs> I just hit my leg so hard on the chair, I might vomit. Anyways, go on. Sorry. And then she went down. And then she went down to grab her leg and hit her head on her Yeti. Uh, yeah, so we're fine. I'm fine. Sorry. Go watch, on. Watch the YouTube and you'll know. Oh, that hurts. Um, I'm going to bruise for sure. <laughs> you know that ankle bone on the side just like smashed into the metal chair and I was not anticipating it to hurt that bad. So... <laughs> You're making me laugh during my anger. I know you're angry. I'm angry. Channel your anger. So I basically, um, this dog appears out of nowhere. And usually I welcome all love from dogs. And like, I absolutely love dogs and will let any dog come up to me. Maybe a cute little jump, but nothing like (laughs) this. This dog comes up and jumps up knocks me in the nose then jumps up again with like teeth out and then jumps up again and at this point I have a bloody nose like I'm bleeding from Carly, my nose blood has happened blood it's drawn. is drawn from the nose <laughs> and so I'm like okay and this this dog will not stop so my dog kind of notices I'm like pushing this dog off me at this point and the owner's like I can't I couldn't even hear the name I had my a podcast going in my ears I was flustered the owner's like flustered. let's say the name was Cooper he's like Cooper come here I'm like that's not freaking working come and grab your motherfucking dog so then Duke is like trying to fight this dog on my behalf and this dog is like snapping at Duke and I'm like no not Duke and so the dog comes back to me knocks me on my ass on the ice I literally am gonna have a giant bruise on my butt like it's sort of touch this park is just ice at this point. I'm hit the ground like a tree trunk. Like I go down hard and this dog still is jumping on me. And the owner's like, Cooper, Cooper, come here. Sorry about that. I'm like, are you, I'm bleeding. I'm bruised. I'm Carly, crying. Carly like, just like walks away and she's like, I hate you with every fiber like, of my being. This person is the type of person that gives dogs off leash a bad rep yep. because that if like, 
that's what people are expecting when dogs are off leash. If they have an encounter like that, I've never had an encounter like that at the dog park. It was traumatizing. <laughs> I, and I love dogs. So if someone does not like dogs and had to go through that, if I the, could see them never going. If back. that happened to me, I literally would have sent them my hospital bill because if I had fallen on the ice, my back would have just been even no, more severely rib, hurt. My rib feel, felt like it popped out yeah, at that point. That probably, I was like, honestly, you should have like, walked with him. And been like, let me see your car. Get his license plate. Like, Literally, take it down. I didn't want to be near that dog I anymore, know, I though. Want oh, either. my God. It was I, like 75 pounds, this dog. It wasn't like a tiny little shih tzu. Yeah. It was like this dog was mauling me. That's terrifying. So that was my morning this morning. And, and then I made her a nice breakfast. Yes, and she came home yes, to a delicious little breakfast Maddie from me. made me a beautiful bacon, egg, and cheese. And it was, it was chef's kiss. Delicioso. Um, a little update on my beautiful injury. I went to a spine specialist. Thank you all again for like helping me out. You all DM me so many things. So I love you for that. So I have arthritis. I have a tear in my disc and I have two bulging discs. So that's really cute, fun and flirty. I will be out of commission for a while. So if you do subscribe to our Built by Byron package, you will be seeing my beautiful boyfriend's face on the screen quite often now. You will, yes. He will be d demoing for me while I coach. Um, but if anyone has any good surgeons or um, people that specialize in injections, I'm plugging it here. Please let me know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in other fun news, we have a guest today. We do have a guest and we are going to welcome her. If you do not know her, she is part of the Boston fitness community. She is a soul cycle instructor. Her name is Miss Madison Ciccone. Welcome. Our queen. We're so excited to have her on. Y'all are so kind. I'm wearing glasses because I went to the eye doctor today and they dilated my eyes and I was told that it would only take a few, like an hour. And here I am looking like I went to Coachella six years ago. So. I, <laughs> we were going to say, I, well, I was just about to say, wow, you're looking like very fierce right now with this. I this, this is oh. a look. And I the, love it. The pink hair is everything. We're loving it. I, I actually was like, I was like, Carly, did she actually dye her hair pink? Because I really hope she this is real. A I was like, I hope it's not a filter because I'm obsessed with it. Because I one time dyed my Everybody hair pink. Everybody thought it was a filter. Everybody thought it was there. You know that filter where you can like change the hair color? Because I always play with that one, right? Yeah. yeah. And people like, you should totally do that. And then I taught outside on a particularly freezing cold day. And I came <laughs> home and I was like, I'm going to dye my hair. Yes. I love that. I love that so it much. It looks so good. I'm a huge fan. Did you do it? You, did you go and get it done or did you do it yourself? No, I just, my mom's the hairstylist. So yes. like long story short, like I kind of like, I mean, obviously I could have went to a professional, but I just used overtone. I didn't want it to be like super, super crazy when I yeah. first did it was like, literally it looks like Ariel under the seat. I loved it. And now it's fading and it's like bomb, but yes. I just used overtone. I got so many ads for it. I was like, screw it. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I, I have a friend that did it and she had brunette hair and I was like, Oh, I wonder if it's going to work. And it actually works so well. And it doesn't like dry out your hair. Us yeah. blondes definitely don't need more bleach yeah. and shit in our yeah. hair. Yeah, no, we don't need that. No. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We're we are so excited. So excited our to have listeners you. listeners are so excited. We had a ton of listener questions. We'll get to those. So curious. Well, yes. I was, I was like, I can't see. You know, like I was trying to swipe up to see the analytics. I know. <laughs> I know. So we're just going to like throw random questions at you at the end of this. And you're going to be like, I have no preparation. So yeah. watch out. Oh, we love I, it. I, I, roll <laughs> I love that. Oh, and we both have our Duncan. I live for that. Oh, this is. So sad. So, oh, so sad. Mine's all watered down. I'm also sad I, about that. I got Maddie Duncan this morning and I got her usual order and they gave me the complete wrong it order. Was they gave me like a tea with like hot chocolate. chocolate. It was Whoa. green tea mixed with hot chocolate. What kind of what, psychopath? What kind of person <laughs> would order? That's a serial killer. That's, that's just a serial killer. That, like who, killer. whoever did that. Sorry I got your order, but also I'm kind of glad you got one less day of drinking that shit. It tasted so bad. I was like, Carly, what did you get me? Are you trying to poison me? Yeah, that was bad. Um, well, all right. Well, if you don't know anything about um, Maddie, she, she goes also by Mads Tads on her Instagram. I feel like that's a lot of people know her as that. Yes. Um, she is an amazing master soul, uh, soul cycle instructor and she's in the Boston area. And she, how long have you been in Boston for now? Um, so this September, it will be five years. Oh my God. I can't, I remember when you moved here five years ago I know. and you were like the new instructor on the block. I remember that. I know. And it's so crazy because it's, 
it's weird, right? Because it feels like time flies, but then also it's like, no, you've like actually been here for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I go back and forth between the two extremes, I guess. I know it's so awesome, and you know, if you've never taken her class, she is just an absolute bundle of energy and joy and excitement, and um, you should definitely go give her a follow because she's extremely motivational, and we will definitely get into all of all of her endeavors and incredible um, things that she's gone up to in yeah. Boston. But let's start with the important question. Yes. What is your sign? <laughs> oh, I'm a Virgo. Amazing. Virgo. Love that. Love that, Love that energy. Enneagram eight. Cool. Um, love language. <laughs> what? Love What's language? your love language? <laughs> um, giving, uh, you know, I think like giving gifts and also I, I guess touch is a big one too. Yes. I know that's not like one of the languages, but I guess I think I, I love giving gifts, like giving shit away. I used to have like, I kept my own apartment for so long and I just called it the gifting suite. Oh, I love and I would that. Have people come over and like, I would give away all the crap that gets sent to me or like, Oh my gosh. Or whatever. It was literally like a, like a gifting. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's like kind of along, maybe, I don't know if it is gift giving is the thing, but it's like acts of service. I guess I feel like that goes along their lines. Like you like being good to other people. So acts of service. Oh gosh. So (laughs) do you, do you live with your boyfriend currently? Oh, I love that. Well, that was one of the listener questions if you were single. So I just had to, we had to that. clear that up. <laughs> I, I literally, Scott is like, it's, he's just not obsessed. I joke with him all the time. I'm like, you are the missing piece to why I'm not viral. <laughs> he is 100%. Yeah, it's, like the, it's the one part of my life, but he's just so, he's actually hilarious. And I, and the little, I get him sometimes he has his own hashtag Scott on the gram. And I love like, that. Follow along, you know, it's like a rare, it's like seeing, you know, like a dog walk on its hind legs and me. Yes. But, um, yeah, so we've been together for, uh, four years about. So oh my gosh. I know. I feel like so many I mean, people, my boyfriend doesn't have an Instagram. Yeah. He doesn't even have one. And people are like, do you have a boy? I'm like, yeah, I do. He's just like, he doesn't like social media. And I think that's what I love about him. <laughs> Carly's like literally stay off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know, it's so funny. I think like, as you get older, you know, that type that you've had when you were younger mm-hmm. is no longer the person you usually end up with nope. because usually they're the exact opposite Scott's like super analytical business, very tech, very finance. Like I always mm. joke when we go somewhere, I'm like, what's blah, 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 plus this, plus this, plus this, <laughs> 190. Blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah, totally. oh my gosh. I love yeah, that. Totally That's funny. so awesome. Well, for the person that asked if she is single, she is off the market with it what seems our, to be a really great guy. So one of our producers, Yeah, it was, <laughs> we won't call him out, but we're calling him out. Sorry. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, so the actual big question, yeah. how did you get into fitness? Like what brought you out to Boston? Um, where did you kind of find that love and passion for it? So that's like a two part question, but totally, totally related. Um, I, I mean, I was an athlete my whole life. I cheered in college after college. I was still heavily involved with going to the gym and gym culture and yep. fitness in LA. And it was very up and coming this is like when it was like the big boom of all the places and all the things. And of course you're in Los Angeles. It's literally the Mecca for working out and being so outside cool. and you're running around and getting like the best acai bowl. You know? <laughs> um, I so- love that culture. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> I wish I lived there. Yeah. It's the same sometimes, especially like now. Oh, right now um, this weather. Can't. Yeah. Like right now currently or more like yesterday, but yes. yeah. So I was, you know, I was just, the way it happened for me to get into fitness was I would go to the gym before my job, my like marketing, advertising, Hollywood, you know, job. Mm -hmm. I would get up super, super early. I remember like getting up and being at the gym. Like I was one of the psychos that was knocking at like, you know, five or whatever ungodly hour. (laughs) You're like, open up. Thanks. (laughs) And then I would work all day, sometimes like a crazy, like 10, 12, 14 hour day. And then if I could make it, I would go for like a double session at night and like dance or whatever. I would, I belong to Equinox in West Hollywood, which is like in itself, like club life. Like it was that. <laughs> did you ever do those dance classes that everyone yeah. goes, Oh my God. Oh, so fun. So 
we used to have like a dance troupe. There used to be this thing called, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on it. It was called Gym Crew Challenge. All the different gyms in LA had a dance crew and it was like step up, but the gym's dance crews. It was the wildest thing. You've oh ever my God. Did. Why? Yeah. What are we, we bring doing that here? Yeah, like, can we bring that to Boston? Shall we That's go back awesome. to LA? Or? <laughs> so, um, you know, I just, my friends kept saying, you know, Mads, like you should, you should honor it. You, you love it so much. And after I got laid off from my last like advertising, digital marketing, like I was in this middle management, like you're not quite up, you're not quite an executive assistant. They just kind of like throw you in this like gobbledygook amoeba of mid-level management. Yeah. You always get let go. That's like the first people they're like, who's expendable? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I just remember that was the last one. And I was like, I was actually like ready to give up on LA. And really, I, I applied for a position at SoulCycle Boston. I was like, well, I, that's the dream, right? To work for like an Equinox of SoulCycle. Yep. Like I looked at like the bigger companies and I was like, okay. And they emailed me and they're like, we no longer have a position in Boston available, but we have one again in LA. Do you want to go out for that? And I was like, okay. And then I got the job as assistant studio manager at the West Hollywood studio. So and that insane. kind of set the journey in motion. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny because I was talking with Daniel McCleary, who is a senior instructor in LA yesterday on both of our podcasts. And like the dream was never to be a soul cycle instructor. It like, wasn't? That was never the dream. That's insane. The dream was to like be a, a studio manager, get my feet wet in the company and then like, Go work for corporate. Oh my god! And here you are. Like, look at how this like has just blossomed into this amazing thing for you. Yeah. Um. Like, I never joined as a manager with the intent on being an instructor. That was never. It was wow. ne- never even in my wheelhouse of wildest dreams. Like, I was like, I'm gonna go work for corporate in New York. I'll be close to my parents in Boston. It'll be great. Everything will be lit. Oh my god. <laughs> And then I ended up opening our West Coast headquarters out in California, in Culver City. And I was just like riding for all the people and doing all the things. Yeah. Again, eventually that like knock came like, hey, why don't you try to be an instructor? Totally. Or something like dozens and dozens and dozens of times you kind of have to honor the call. Yeah. I like that. That's how that how that whole journey set off. So do you think that like your passion for spinning kind of blossomed once you started working there? Were you like, I just absolutely love this culture. And like, was it one of those things? No, it was, it didn't even really necessarily start at soul cycle. I was a huge cycle house rider. In fact, I was a huge Nichelle and Aaron Hines fan specifically. Wow. And so I rode with Nichelle at crunch gym oh my God. on the corner of like sunset and La Cienega. I think, I don't know. I, that might be like, you might have to fact check <laughs> on that. Cause I don't even know if the gym exists anymore. And so I would always ride with her at Crunch. I rode with like Renee Wiley at Equinox, Carmine. Oh um, my gosh. Sabatella. Like I was just. I All just these names really you're whipping involved. out. Yeah. I, I got really involved with group fitness. I just love group fitness and the yoga and Jake Ferry and Brent LaFoon. Like I just everybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, that was my jam. Those were my hobbies. That was my like those. That was my community, my culture, my people. So it really wasn't like I was like all soul cycle necessarily. It was just like, I had a passion for it. Mm -hmm. I actually went, I actually tried to be an instructor at cycle house before I ever tried. Oh my gosh. And did you get soul cycle the first time you auditioned? I did. Yes. And That's that's a question that comes up a lot, but I also, think that has a lot to do with the fact of just the amount I was riding. Oh, totally. Yeah. You know, I was riding for fun, quote unquote, for fun. Yeah. Two to three times a day. So it's kind of like my 10X rule or whatever Mm -hmm. was so much larger than everyone else. Yeah. Not because I didn't have to work for it, but like I was riding podium for Angela and David and, you know, uh, Pixie and Laura Crago and, Danielle and right. whoever oh needed it, yep. you know? So I was very literally a podium pony or very actually, I don't know what the word. <laughs> I love that thing. A podium. I don't know what the yes. Word. So, yeah, because that question's come up before. Yeah. I remember when Marvin came to Culver City 
I mean, I was head of bikes and sound at the studio. Oh, and when okay. I put on the thing to audition, he was like, I don't need to tell you what to do, right? And I was like, Oh my God. You're like, <laughs> like okay, no, okay. Sassy. <laughs> so I just might shit my pants. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm good. Well, that's just, I feel like that just proves like, you know, everything happens for a reason. So like, ev- like everything that led you up to that point kind of worked in your favor and you just were able to like step into this incredible place. But I have a question. I mean, this might be a little too deep for like the first 10 <laughs> minutes, but do you, uh, do you ever feel that like once you become an instructor, it becomes a job. It's not, it's not a fun hobby anymore. And do you ever miss that feeling of just riding and like just being a rider and like going to enjoy class? When I get super jaded in the job or angry or upset or whatever, even if I'm super, super like tired and like my body quite literally, like I said this morning, I feel like, I feel like when my brother used to take my Barbie and snap the legs off, yep. like, I, <laughs> like I don't even know if Peter did that. That's like really mean of me, but I just have like a- You're like, you did that for sure. For sure did that. (laughs) For sure did that. Um, I try to go take a class because it reminds you of the feeling of being a student um, and it puts you back in a different type of energy and it lets you relax into the experience versus having to have so much control Mm -hmm. over the mic. Yeah. now the mic, the headset, the mask, the fucking 900 other things that you have going on. A million know? things. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot to be said with like going into a different atmosphere or class, whether it be spin or like a Barry's class or a class you've never tried before. And like you said, being a student, you learn so much about yourself, but also like, oh my God, this instructor is amazing. I love this style. I love what they're saying. Like, I feel like taking that step back is so important as instructors, especially because it does get like it, it. You enjoy it, but it does get monotonous because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this so often. Well, I'm sure you get this a lot. So many of your writers coming up and being like, I want to be a spin instructor. And I, something I say to everyone who says that to me is make sure you're ready for it to become a job and not like a hobby. And also on the day, I want you to sign up for like a ton of classes in one week. And on the days when you're tired, when you're sore, when you're whatever, go take that class anyways and see how you feel because you're, you don't have an option. Like once you're not a rider anymore, you got to teach the class no matter what. (laughs) Show up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I 1000% agree. And I think, yeah, I, I just, I mirror that a thousand percent. I don't even know how to even yeah whatever onto that. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I, that's just like also why I was like curious because you seemed to like love your job as um, a studio manager opening. So oh, I've I joked about that yeah. many times. I was like, I would gladly go back <laughs> to the West coast and be a studio manager and work for the 5am shift to 2pm, which is in, still an eight hour day, get off and hit the beach at yeah. yep. for the rest of the day. And then surf <laughs> with my friends, hang out on the West side and maybe grab sushi, at <laughs> sushi in Malibu after. Yeah. Yes. To all that. And mm-hmm. then catch the sunset at Westward beach in Malibu. Yeah. Sure. You're like, but here I am in freezing cold Boston in February <laughs> teaching a quad with a mask on and not hitting the beach after. Sounds in good. A fucking 10. Yeah. In a 10. But I, I don't, I give so much, so much credit to you guys because I, one weekend, a couple weekends ago, it was 12 degrees out and they were out there I know. teaching. And I was like, oh my, I don't know how you did I it. I mean, I love keeping up with all of you on social media with Soul Cycle. It's just like the drive everyone has. And and you guys don't complain either. No, you just ever. Do I've it. never seen anyone be like, it's cold. I don't want to do this. It's like, it's cold. Get your ass to class. Yeah. You got this. Definitely. I think we definitely, com- I think a lot of us have like figured out who our like closest confidants are, who we can call in those moments of like, I actually am going to lose it. And I'm not going to lie. Like I've, so I, I took like a little bit of like a social media, like I would did the social detox for the Soberary Challenge. I saw that. Amazing. I myself, yeah, which was great. It made me a lot more purposeful, like post your picture, make it awesome, create the content and Mm -hmm. stop consuming all the other crap in between. Like make the, like just create. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, but the one thing I noticed, and I don't know if this is a COVID thing. I think it is. Um, I'm not as free with my stories. Like y'all know I'm the story queen. I love stories and running around and showing my day. I'm yeah. just not doing that as much. Cause I feel like I'm always second guessing like, Oh, am I, 
like, like I'm always having to worry like, oh, am I doing the right thing? I got yeah. to put it back on. I get like comments like you're putting your mask on like the incorrect way. And I'm just like, honestly, like I, no, yeah, I, I mean, so, um, there are definitely times I've sobbed on the way to the tent. Absolutely. Sobbed, but I have to remind myself like they're still showing up. So I have to still show up. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's the bottom line. I just really try on the hardest days. I try to make it about them and mm-hmm. take it as far out and away from me as possible. Yeah. Which yeah. Is challenging. No, I think shifting the perspective to like is so big. I feel like when we, I mean, there's definitely times when I show up to film like, cause we do our subscription and I really don't want to. And I'm like, okay, I have to actually do this because there are going to be people watching me and they need my energy to feed off of. So if I'm boring and not putting anything into it, they're not going to get anything out of it. So yeah, totally. it's huge. Um, so I think, you know, that is, there's so much to be said about all of you warriors teaching through the pandemic. Yeah, like, sir, in the pandemic, in the freezing in cold. In the freezing outside, cold, it's yeah. just, I mean. With a mask on outside also, yeah, just, it's the just. The mask is definitely a layer. Like, I feel like I am ready to climb Mount Everest in my <laughs> VO2. Like, I literally <laughs> said that to everyone. I was like, put me in, like, VO2 training. My mat, like, my breathing is phenomenal right now. I could do anything. I could run a marathon yeah. in Colorado. Put me there. You're like, I'm there. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, seriously, because on, on Sundays, I started teaching again, a double, like, so I teach an hour, and then I do a 45 back to back. Oh, my God. Um, my goodness. Um, so I call it the dirty devil, because, like, you're in a mask for, like, two plus yeah. hours. Totally. And I'm just, like, I... Yeah, I can climb a mountain now. Like, 100%. Like, I literally, I could breathe once every two minutes and be good. Like, I don't even need <laughs> oxygen anymore. Like put me underwater. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> we are fine. Um, so we did get a question from a listener about wicked fearless. Oh yeah. Would you like to kind of dive in a little bit and talk yeah, about it? I actually honestly need to get better at the elevator pitch for it because I, I have to be honest, it's not that good. Like I'm just like, <laughs> It's my coaching program that I developed because, I mean, the ultimate goal for the past few years that as you've probably been able to see with the podcast and the money and like all the other things I've thrown myself into, yep. I'm just trying to build beyond the bike because I know I have so much more to offer. Totally. 45 minutes to 60 people in a little room a couple yeah. times a week or a handful of times a week. Like so let's get cool. bigger. Let's be like, like at, let's elevate, let's grow. So beyond the bike has always been my next my next thing how yep. do we grow this yeah ultimately I don't think I'm gonna ride a bike until I'm 80 mm-hmm. so how do I maintain <laughs> how do I sustain <laughs> like how do I figure this out yeah so basically I just did a lot of market research on what girls were asking me what girls what questions I was constantly getting over and over and over again where people's biggest pain points were with like life, love, confidence, authenticity, social media, like literally all of it. And I just took it and I made it a tangible course where there's all these videos and modules and journals and takeaways. Wow. And I just packaged it up and I called it Wicked Fearless. It was originally Tribe Fearless, but there's a lot of like different, you know, cultural appropriation around the word tribe. So I was like, let's just like nip that in the bud. Yes. being in Boston, I was like, I'm never not going to get a kick out of it being called Wicked Fearless. Absolutely so. not. <laughs> and here's the thing, too. I could friggin' change the name. Exactly. And I don't know. Yeah. But for now, we're rolling with it. Um, yeah, it's just like everything I've I've picked up and all the tips and tricks I've learned along the way from just life and experience. And Yeah, <laughs> that is so great. Well, the person asked if it's solely for catered to women or can men enroll, too. I think I'm mostly catering towards women. I've been really, I've really thought about that because I, I, I think it's so important to figure out your niche and your avatar. Yeah, absolutely. And really know who you're talking to. And I struggle with the fact that I'm leaving people behind a yeah. little bit mm-hmm. because I've gotten that question or I've said that on my own podcast where I was like young girls and I had a bunch of people in the DMs like, well, I'm not young. Like I'm a mom or I'm older and I relate to you. Like, and so it really made me think, but I mean, honestly, I, I do believe that the program in my heart is more for like 18 to 25 year old girls, women 
that yeah. are like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. Totally. I don't want to feel the way I feel. I'm nervous. I'm shy. I, I can't get over myself. I need to figure this out. How do I work through this? I mean, that's my, that's my favorite. Yeah. Yes. Like demographic. Like helping yeah. them discover what they want to do. That's- I mean, yeah, because I didn't have anybody like that when, I, and especially now I get that, like personal development, all this stuff is so, it's so hot right now. It is it's so hot right now. And I just remember if I had discovered stuff like this when I was just so lost in LA, like so freaking lost, if I just had a shining light or like that beacon of hope or that person I could look up to that, you know, made me not feel like I was such a fucking hot mess and (laughs) it's okay to like get fired from your job and and escorted out to the parking lot. It's okay to like do all these things and you just keep learning like that's so powerful and so if I could be that voice of reason for, for that, someone that girl then I'm cool with that, that is such 100%. an incredible like guidance I mean I sign just, me up honestly <laughs> I have no idea what the hell I'm doing with my life so I I fall into that range I'm only 23 so you're 23 until like next week next week so. I'm gonna be 24 yeah but it's, but it's yeah. so important yes. it's so important I yeah. feel like feeling that yeah. that kind of lost like feeling is very intimidating when you're in that age group and the social construct of having to have your shit together like like you're lucky you had those like little birdies like calling in your ear for like that kind of created your path but imagine if you didn't have that you it would have been so nice to have someone to guide you along the way and just to be there for you and be like hold you accountable to things that you say you wanted to do and stuff so that is awesome I think that's I think there's so much resistance around coaching yep especially right now on social media it is like a hotbed like who knows who has credentials like do you have the experience like blah 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 like I mean everybody these days call themselves a coach which I love yeah because yeah. I'm like the more the merrier candles light other candles go for it sister hoorah but yeah I I really think that people get so there's so much resistance to the word when really like I like I coined that like it's just a, it just coaching takes the okay wait sorry I'm like <laughs> no you're um it's all about accountability yes and the whole point of it is it takes the casual out of the uh, takes the casual out of it because if you didn't have me to be like okay did you do this did you do that how'd that feel and start asking like the pinpointing questions that you would never get around to doing it. exactly like, I'll do it later I'll do it next week 100% so all it does is take the casual out of it yeah just the casual talking and bring it to the next level to like really hold that person accountable to what they want to do totally yeah. I love that um so we're gonna go through some listener questions right now yeah, um you kind of answered the first one with what made you want to go into the fitness industry in LA riding for a ton of people that was like one of them and you did a great job answering that. The next one is benefits and disadvantages of both the East versus West coast. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. I that's know. Like, that could get me in. You know what? Do you think that's location or do you think that's job wise for soul cycle? Hmm. I'd probably say more location. Yeah, yeah. I feel like people are wondering what are they missing if they're out in Boston or what, what aren't they missing if they're here? Yeah. I think uh, I think my biggest takeaway with where you live, and this could be east, west, north, south, is where's your family? Yep. Yeah. Because I know. That's expecting that. I know. Um, I love that though. I remember just a lot of things happening in Cal- and California is great. Like it's beautiful. It's wonderful. The state taxes are fucking through the roof. Yep. Yeah. And you're literally <laughs> yep. just bleeding out all your money, but like, you know, you get to watch a pretty sunset and it is a hotbed for like cool restaurants and trendy clothing stores. And it is all the things it is in Hollywood and the glitz and the glamour. And it can be very starry and pretty and the clubs and this and that, you know, and the neon lights of it all. But <laughs> I think that for me, Boston and the East Coast isn't as much about like about like Boston as yep. it is my family's in Rhode Island. Yep. And being close to your family is so crucial. And living or I, I went to school in Nashville and then I lived in LA. So I was wow. running away for almost eleven years. Wow. And forgetting what it was like to be like, fuck, I'm on the side of the road. Like, I need help. Yeah. Like, what can I do? Like, I remember calling my dad when somebody hit my car on the PCH. 
and totaled my car. And I remember calling my dad crying. He's like, well, why are you calling me? Like, I can't do anything. Yeah, you're like, mm-hmm. And that's, that's like so a hard realization. And it's so valuable yeah. to have and people you know, close to you. I think you, I think, you know, it's impossible what you don't know until you live it mm-hmm. um, to know what you don't know until you live it. And I think that, I think that California is always going to have a sweet allure to me. And I, I don't tell tell anybody like, will I go back? Will I go back? I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, five years ago, if you told me I was going to be, or, you know, half a little more than five, I guess. Yeah. Six years, six years ago. Yeah. If you told me I was going to be doing what I was doing now in Boston, I would have been like, you're fucking high. Yeah. You know? Like, no. So I think, so a big thing that we talk about on this podcast is, you know, maintaining a healthy relationship with fitness and being a little less hard on ourselves and, you know, doing it to fuel yourself and fuel your body and not to like get so obsessed with it. One of our questions from a listener was like, how do you keep a healthy relationship with fitness and not let it kind of like overpower your life? Um, I think it's a really tough question if you work in the industry. Totally. And I think that that's where it, it can get, like there can be a lot of gray area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also just think balance is bullshit. Yeah. Like I think you're always trying to achieve balance and I've used that a million times. Like, so we could use it with like fitness and eating and like body. I mean, you could take it as deep as you want body dysmorphia, the way, like what you say to yourself when you walk by a mirror, any of it, Mm -hmm. I feel like you are always walking that tightrope. And like sometimes you are just perfectly aligned and like in that like wavelength, I call that the flow state. Like everything is great. Sometimes it's a little more heightened and it's super juicy. And then sometimes you screw up or you do something or you have that negative thought or you take too many classes or, and, and then you have to find that you're always trying to find that. Yeah. Balance. That balance. It's never going to just be like balanced for the rest of your life. Right. You no, know, I'm never like, I'm totally balanced now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this literally doesn't happen. You have like great days and you have good days. And then you have the days where like, you know, you didn't drink any water and it's 2 PM and you're on your way to your 4 PM class and you have a migraine and you feel like you're going to fucking die. And yep. then you backtrack and you're like, Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, water. So- <laughs> Water, liquid yeah. IV, beam, I mean, anything. Come I here. think it's, it's so. <laughs> I think it's so good to hear that from you, as like someone who is, you know, an instructor, and I think our who listener, a lot of people look up. To. Yeah, like a lot of people look up to you and value your opinion and what you do, and I think it's just so important to humanize instructors and be like we don't live these lifestyles like these we're not like immaculate all the time to our bodies like I am the same way I drink three coffees in the morning sometimes and I'm like oh shit didn't drink a sip of water is my migraine from that or the fact that I didn't sleep last night like you just don't know so it's I love that analogy of like the tightrope we're always trying to find that balance Yeah. yeah you're always trying to achieve that it's like it's almost like you know, Nirvana or something like you're, you're (laughs) never going to like achieve it, but you're going to always try to get like as close to that, like Goldilocks complex. Mm -hmm. 100%. Right. Just right. Yeah. So I think that, and I think it's really hard and it's only getting harder with like all the freaking social media and and clubhouse and just, it's so overly saturated and like, it's like you don't even know what is what or what from what or what to follow or what I know what makes sense or what's good for like you because no you idea. see these like wicked skinny bitches posting what I eat in a day and everyone's like oh that's what I should eat in a day and it's like no no everyone's different yeah every single like body like, is different <laughs> I think of it like skincare routine right so I, I used to really get upset about this because I've had like the worst acne ever I've been on Accutane like I once I almost had to go on back on it Ugh. second time and somehow like evened it out mm-hmm. whether it's hormones whether it's stress I mean who the frig knows I also ride a bike between 12 and 20 class times a week in yeah my life for the past six years so who knows and like, now yeah, with a mask on <laughs> yeah exactly like add add all the things into the cauldron and like start it like, you're like why yeah. why are the pimples happening we're not yeah, sure so, So the way I try to describe it, it's like, this is what works for me and feels good for me, but these are just suggestions and you have to figure out your own, like your own concoction, your own. Yes. Preach. You feel good. And it's true. And like, I joke, like someone will be like, well, I hate 
spin class. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, then find what works for you. Now, mm-hmm. I personally don't get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, why? I don't understand like, just why wondering. you're a psychopath. <laughs> but. I, never, I never understand why people say it in front of me. Like, I, I know. I invited a couple of people to my class and they were like, well, she just doesn't like to do cycling. And I was like, well, I don't really like to do her class, but I go because it's a community thing and we're just trying to build the market. But like, okay. Okay, yeah. fine. That's like, you do you. <laughs> I know. People like, cool. People <laughs> always make it a point to tell spin instructors that they don't like spin. And it's, you're like, okay. It's like, so that's my interesting. fucking livelihood. Thank you. It's like a backhanded <laughs> compliment. You know, yeah. when someone's like, I hate, I hate those shoes, but they look good on you. So it doesn't really matter what I, and you're like, why you didn't have to tell me that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> like, but oh my it's just, you know, people, I think to stress things will fit well in your life and things will like, just because it fits in well in someone else's life, it's not going to fit well in yours. So yeah. just find what works for you. Yes. And that's what we always kind of stress here. Um, favorite smoothie. I have to be honest right now. I, I love, like, I love, <laughs> this is like a huge, this is a kind of like a plug, but whatever. Um, that's I'm fine. a huge fan of the mint chocolate chip smoothie from Arbon specifically that Ooh. my friend oh. gave me. I <laughs> love that. And Was it Because I don't, Bridget? I even so much as so went out to buy a Nutribullet. <laughs> I never had one. I was like, oh, I'll get that. Got like, I need that. <laughs> um, so that's really the only smoothie I have. And I love it because it tastes like ice cream. I right. love. I so reach like out to her cream. friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, a shout out to SJ Silk, Sarah Silk. Um, oh, love that. Amazing. So, yeah. Love that. that one, that's my favorite smoothie. And this kind of backpacks off that because someone said, what's your favorite ice cream? Is it mint chocolate chip? It's actually not. Oh. But I would take that. Um, so <laughs> I try to not eat dairy, actually, because I, I, whether it is true or not true that it causes acne on your face, I cut it all out. I was like, I'm just going to not even let that be a non <laughs> And I'm talking like... On my dying bed, my last meal would be like burrata and tomato oh, and prosciutto. So oh like my gosh. you need to understand that me giving up all like as much dairy as possible. Now, don't get me wrong. If something's like in something, I'm not going to die. Right. Like, I'm not going to get violently ill. However, I'm like anything that could cause that kind of trauma on mm-hmm. my face because that's what it was for me. Like traumatic. Oh, yeah. Um, I just won't fuck with it. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, yeah. Thinking about oh, not eating charcuterie. My, yeah, no, it's it's awful, right? Oh, awful. <laughs> I'm so I sorry. It and I'm like, okay. Oh, um, that literally. I worked at an ice cream store through um, college, from oh high school to college, and my favorite flavor was always um, coffee Heath Bar Crunch. Oh, we're right there together. <laughs> I yeah, the would always. I'm not a coffee girl. Carly I'm, hates coffee. I'm not. Yeah, I just I don't drink coffee. I drink hot chocolate every morning. That's absolutely wild yeah it is how does she have energy just wondering not sure not not incredibly sure and she hates the taste of like everything the smell the taste yeah espresso martinis no i just don't really understand have a dunkachino i i will taste the coffee in it i literally just hate coffee i don't know is low-key better than hot chocolate i'm just saying i I agree throw that oh my gosh unless you like like actually fry your tongue off i've done that a couple times every time (laughs) i think i've had a dunkin i'm so excited about it i like get it immediately my my tongue is singed off coming home from church on sundays or like i'll have one on like saturday or sunday it's like a treat yeah i coke for me that sounds so crazy it makes me sound like such a psychopath no i also like i'm not really a big soda person i'm a soda water person Mm -hmm. still can't walk in that polar seltzer deal i'm like Uh watch you sit polar hit me up oh my god you need to um yeah you need to how i am with soda too like i'll let myself have it once in a while and it's like that's like ginger ale for me like it oh i love ginger ale but i never drink it or getting like a Sprite or a Diet Coke from McDonald's. Oh my gosh. It hits different when it's from McDonald's. I know. It, it hits, hits different. Whatever that gun is. Whatever, like, whatever in the CO2 tank thing. Like literally. There's actually like research behind it. I, guess I saw it, it on TikTok. Of actually. course. Of course we saw it on TikTok. But you're right. Yeah, you are is, right. They but, buy a different formula of Coke, I think. Yeah. I literally am going to go get one. You're like, okay, now, now that we're talking mouth, about it. My mouth is literally watering. Like salivating on um, so one 
person asked, do you take naps? Where do you get your energy from? I definitely take naps. I'm a huge <laughs> napper and I, Me too. I love my naps. I just, Scott bought me a weighted blanket. It's the best <gasps> thing I've ever, ever, love. ever, I need ever, one. ever had. Um, it knocks you out. Like it takes away all anxiety and you're just like a peaceful cocoon. I borrow. I love naps and I used to feel lazy. They used to make me feel like inadequate and like I like oh you have to take a nap. Like let's go. Like the the grind, the hustle inside me was like blah blah blah. But when I don't honor it, like I felt sometimes I still feel so stupid when someone because for whatever reason everybody tries to plan a call with me at two p.m. and I'm like <laughs> no, you're like yeah. it's nap time. Yeah, two to five anywhere near there is like I'm off limits most of the time now. When I teach at four, like my Tuesday, Thursday schedule is a little wonky. Like you can't really technically get a napping. Mm-hmm. Like four is like a randomly placed time. Yeah. Um, time slot, which I'll literally have to die before they take me out of that time slot. <laughs> so, here we are. Um, it actually said that to our programming team. So like that's kosher to like. Uh, uh, I can I, say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, she I has a call coming. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's huge, you know, when you're and I loved it. LeBron actually put out an article about how how focused he is on his sleep and his naps and how how regimented he is about recovery. And I've tried to be much better about that. I know you know I'm like a whoop. Oh hell yeah, we love whoop. Yeah, I'm really I really try very hard to honor that because I know that if I honor that, then everything else will just feel better. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, like I woke up this morning and I felt like it was, you know, when you have those mornings when you're going to class and you're like, I might die. Yeah. Like, this is it. I just yeah, feel it. I'll call someone on the, and my, my dad will be like, what's wrong? I'll be like, what's right? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like my back, my neck, my lower back, something weird over here in my scapula. My arm's kind of sore too. Like, I don't know what I was doing. Both my hamstrings feel like they're strained. Yeah. I have to go do it again. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's right? There's nothing. Yeah. That's from something. I don't I know. I forget what that's from, but I, it rings a bell. <laughs> I feel, yeah. So I feel like I used to be really like, I was used to think I was really stupid for naps. And then I, I just think they're so essential now. They are. Like, they're like, like invaluable, honestly. I also take naps when like I need to tap out like, yeah. when my emotions are too much. Or if I have like a really tough, like I have an awesome sports psychologist. And sometimes like we like nitpick like the game game a lot and I'll have to go when I feel like my energy like I can literally feel when I'm not honoring it and that's when I go nap I'm like just go nap that's yeah. smart I feel like that's really wow that's a great way of listening to your body more people should be like you yeah I feel like sometimes I feel like my anxiety will just keep me awake I would like go to lie down and then immediately like what but what about all the things you wanted to think about I know. <laughs> that, is, that is so hard and I just try to be like they're still gonna be there later totally sometimes this is something that's like like you know I call it like the high RAM brain, like a, a like a supercomputer. Some of us have like that kind of like brain. Mm-hmm. Um, when I lay down at night and I think of like eight things I didn't do, yep. and instead of laying there and thinking about them, I get up, I write them down, like I write a to do list, and I put it on like next to my computer. I'm like, it's there. You're gonna do it tomorrow. It's gonna wow. fucking happen. You don't have to think about it anymore. Now go to sleep so you can. <laughs> Wake I need up. to do that. <laughs> yeah. So you can wake up and be you because there have been nights where I'm like, oh, you'll just remember that in the morning. And like, then you lay there for 10 minutes and you're still thinking about, it. and I'm like, get the fuck up out of bed. Yes. Like, go write it down and like be a normal human and like go back to bed and like, in, and rest. Yes. Yeah. Let, it, let it die. Like 100%. It rest. Hear that people. Yes. Listen, that's write down your shit and just go for that's it. That's probably the best advice I know. given on this podcast yet. Cause we always, I always literally talk about, I'm like, yeah, no, just like thinking about 3000 things just at like a time. My like, flesh eating anxiety. Like, just hanging out. Um, <laughs> Write it down. Yeah. It green. Otherwise, it's just it just looms over you and you'll never sleep. Yeah. yeah. There's something to be said about like really taking ownership of like the stuff that you need to get done and then writing. I need to start yeah. doing being better about that. Um, we got one more listener question before we go into our final this or that. But someone said, do you get to work out on your own personal time outside of teaching? And she kind of answered that a little bit, too. Cause yeah, and I have to be wicked careful yeah. because it's so funny. Like you just get into this routine where what you do doesn't necessarily like 
make your body react anymore. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I could feel like I could teach a hundred thousand cycling classes and I'll be like kind of sore, but your body is so conditioned for that workout that it doesn't even sometimes feel like a workout. And mm-hmm. then that, that's not saying like the class isn't hard or whatever. It's just, you're doing it so much. You, you're a pro. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pro. Professional athlete. So, vibes yeah, you are like you know it's like asking sean white if he can do the half pipe and do like a 180 he's like yeah i could literally do it in my sleep with my eyes closed hands tied behind my back <laughs> literally like, like um i love and that that for me is what i used to like to do for fun i'd like pop over to berries i'd pop over to like slt i'd do all these things and i think that has been a huge it feels like a huge portion of my, of my community and my life is really missing because um, whether it's I'm having to drive to different locations or the times are just different now. Yeah. Um, or you're teaching like four classes in a day and you're like, no. I need to rest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's 100% given. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I, le- I do like to work on my own and sometimes I don't. I remember like there have been times where I've had an Equinox membership and I would teach and I'd walk up to the gym and I would just be like, I don't want to fucking be here. Yeah. Right? Not one part of me wants to be here. Exactly. And you're like, um, why am I going to force myself to be here if I don't want to be? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think that you got to make it fun and you got to like keep sparking joy. Totally. Um, and it sounds like kind of silly and cliche, but I think that you have to like, you have to want to do it too. Like, if I show up and I really don't want to do something on top of all what we already do, it's just not going to happen. You're like, like it's yeah. not filling me up. So might as well not incorporate Me and Maddie it. got a squat rack recently and I've been like wanting to use that. I'm like, this is fun. Like I like love to like mix this in. But then yeah. as of like the last week or two, I've been like, no, I don't feel like, like I'm all that. set with that. I'm all set with the yeah. extra yeah. stuff. Or you get so excited. You do too much. Like my issue is I always do too much. And then I'm so sore the next yep. day or the next we, me, yeah. In the case of working out with some of our friends, yes. Oh my, I saw that, <laughs> I saw that too, Rob. <laughs> and you're like, gosh darn it, I'm yeah, sore. And you know, like like a couple of weeks ago, I did that. Like I went to pickles at Barry. I went to Dan DeStefano's class yep. at Barry's in Back Bay, and I hadn't run since. I remember I the last time I took Barry's was with him after my dirty double oh my god and i maxed out my tread at like 14 oh my god i was like i was like bitch run like you're not gonna run for a while yep that turned out to be true (laughs) um and so i was in there trying to like to sprint at like a 13 first time back so my legs were trashed the next day had to keep teaching doubles every day yeah like doubles right now we only have two studios open which i'm incredibly grateful for absolutely um and then I took I went and trained with Rob legs ass but all that on Wednesday and then I went skiing <laughs> on Friday when I went to ski like I was just bombing the mountain I, I couldn't even bend my leg I, <laughs> like, I was like iron cross <laughs> <laughs> I, I, as the kids say, I was just eating, yeah. eating down the mountain. You're like, no oh, fucks given. My God, so there was, it was, yeah, there was no pizza. There was, it was just, it was just straight. That's hilarious. That's, that, oh my like, gosh. the thought of that makes my legs hurt. Like, I know all of those things. All yeah, of it. it's like really scary. It's right? Like, <laughs> so do you overdo it because you love it so much, and because you actually can yep. physically handle it? Because we're so conditioned. Mm-hmm. That you have to be so careful. And you're like so careful because then your job becomes miserable, and then you just go down to like you go to the badlands. You're like, like oh, you, could spill, you could spill like a water, and you're crying. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yep. You're like, what? Why once, do bad things happen to good people? Literally, that I was once. I was so tired, like from working out so much. And my dad walked in. He's like, "Hey, do you mind moving your car?" And I burst into tears. Like, yeah, I'm like, like it was. It set me off for some like, reason. How I was dare like, you inconvenience I can't me? Walk right now. I was like, so. oh, <laughs> yeah. God. So our poor father. I know he puts, up, he puts up with so much shit. We're both there all the time. We're like, haha, sorry, another package came too, and we're poor. Whatever. <laughs> so yeah. we have a segment that we do every week it's called this or that and this week is um social media media edition um so choosing in between a couple different things so we'll just kind of go spitfire and you just let us know 
what you would choose, basically. Okay. Instagram or Snapchat? Instagram. Instagram. I, I also said Instagram. I feel like Snapchat slowly is being phased out. Instagram one, two seventy four to thirty four. So there we go. Screen time. Is it greater than five hours or less than five hours a day? Um, that's a tough one because I would But yours is a lot for work, right? That's the thing. Yeah. So it's tough. I think if you are if you're not running a business and actively like if you're not using Instagram as a tool actively and your screen time is like above an hour or two hours, yeah. like that's a serious Yeah. <laughs> Check in with yourself. Check in. We don't need to be consuming yeah. that much. I yeah, think there's what do you do? You gotta get out and create something. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. I would say yeah. mine is greater. For sure. Mine's greater only because we do so much on social media and on our phones. I feel like that contributes to a lot of it. But I yeah. feel like I definitely could scroll TikTok like a, a bit less sometimes. If I have a down minute, I'm like, oh, I should probably be napping. TikTok and then yeah. that's my downfall. I need yeah. to stop doing that. <laughs> Self check in. Um, so actually more people said less than five hours and 160, but 137 said greater than five hours. And a lot of people who did, I kind of looked through, they run like businesses type things through Instagram or um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Or work from their phone. Because, like, so I'm not on my I'm not on my desktop like ever. Like I like I'm notoriously bad at email. Like I literally tell everybody if you do not text me or DM me mm-hmm. or get it like on my phone. Like I'm ne- I I'm, I'm so bad at email now. Me too. Yeah. Not because I think it's just like not because I'm lazy, but because I'm never like, I'm very rarely sitting down and like, let me go through my email. I'm like (laughs) driving and like trying to feed myself and like, yeah, a million things. things. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I'm so bad with email. Like I have actually a couple sitting in my inbox. I need to reply to (laughs) a couple, couple. (laughs) just a few, a few, (laughs) a couple, two, three. Um, so iPhone or Android iPhone. Yeah. Someone, I we thought. had eight people vote for Android. And, and then those the are people like, that did like DM'd us and was like Android for life. And yeah. I was like, oh, they're so aggressive about it. I yeah. Android, like there's so many things I think are cool about the Android. There's a lot of like analytic tech, like totally a lot of stuff that I don't understand. And the picture quality is great, but it's just like, yeah, it's not for me. No, nope. I do not like the green text. No, me. so sorry. I no, <laughs> don't like, like the those first red flag. Right? You're like, if you match with someone on Hinge and they text you and it's a green text, you're like, so sorry. I got to go. Like, ugh. I kind of feel the same way. This be kind of bullish, but like, I feel the same way when I'm like communicating with someone and they tell me they have like a hotmail. Like, like yeah, hotmail, you're like, like ooh. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm like, sorry. Unless they're like old. Yeah. You're like, Unless you know, like Gmail is free, kind of like, okay, right? You're like, okay, you have an excuse, but if otherwise you're not excused, switch over to Gmail. Like, switch, honestly, anything else. <laughs> yeah. Literally anything. Um, 305 for iPhone, 8 for Android. Love it. Um, Insta stories or Insta posts? What do you prefer? Oh, stories always. Yep. Yeah. Stories one, 215 to 91. Um, TikTok or Vine? I said Vine. I literally, I miss Vine. I, I I like Vine because I thought that the people on there were like, there's there's people that I even quote now. Like, mm-hmm. I do the Quincy, we're going to the market. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm obsessed with Britt Furlan, who's married to Tommy Lee. Oh, uh, yes. Nina the Wiena. Yeah. That's with Nina the Wiena. Um, which is a dog, by the way. Yeah, no, yes, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love that. But I mean, I love it. I'm honestly like, I would love to be more into TikTok and like get better at it. But I, I find it to, I haven't figured other than like going viral. Yep. And having people from that platform come to another one. Yeah. I just feel feel like I don't want to say I'm too old because I don't believe like no, you're not. You no, you can be too old. But for me. Like the mindless stuff, I feel like it's for the generation that doesn't have like all the other things going on. Yeah, like exactly. You're in high school, so you can fuck around in the living room for four hours. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, um, people asked just, me to make a reels the other day, and I was like, I don't have time for to make a it's freaking reels. It's so much work. <laughs> I made a TikTok like 
one time I was like at our space and I had some extra time. It took me two hours to like figure out yeah. how to do it. And it was so, a 30 so, second video. I think for me, the hardest thing with that app is the return on investment yep. versus I've been more on clubhouse lately, which I was kind of resistant to because I was kind of like, anybody can just talk about anything. And mm -hmm. I personally am a huge fan of being in person. And, and I heard two different sides, the one side of like, well, it doesn't matter what you look like. Like there's no judgment in that way. But I also am a firm believer that it's like you bust down a door of authenticity and vulnerability when you show up as you are on camera. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, you guys know I'm all about that. Cause I always look like, a, like, like Oscar the Grouch. Or oh like my no, you couldn't guy. even, if like, you I wanted know, to, like, <laughs> I look like the trash guy on the Muppet. No, <laughs> but I feel you. Cause I don't put my, like, I don't go out of my way to look a certain, certain way. Yep. I like, if I, this is how I look today. This is how I look today. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like I will show up in a messy bun and a sweatshirt and sweatpants and that's it. So I, I like appreciate that you do that too. And you're like, take it for what it is. This is me. Yeah. Taking away yeah, that. So I see both sides, but I definitely, I feel like clubhouse is probably more my jam than TikTok because I've seen just already from like being a narrator in certain rooms and talking in different circles like that. It's, 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 making my Instagram better. So I'm seeing actual results. Whereas oh. TikTok, I'm like, this is just wasted time that went to nothing to maybe go viral. But is that then going to help you with anything else? Yeah. 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 I agree. hundred percent. I can't figure it out yet. So TikTok one, two twenty two to 59. Um, when you do watch TikTok, do you prefer the funny ones or the dances? I, well, I'm a dancer, so I love the dances. There was a time where I would just scroll through and try to find the hardest dances and do them. I love, love that. that. Um, but I mean, I think it's, I think I'm pretty like. Whatever. 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. 250 for funny and 25 for dances. Wow. Not many. Well, for friend, a friend's birthday, do you do multiple stories or one story? I think it depends on the person and it depends the content. Like if yeah. I, I have some friends where like, if I find like a whole like treasure trove of like wild <laughs> from college or high school, like I'm definitely. Oh, same. hundred percent. Yeah. And 131 said multiple stories. 157 said one story. I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you just need more content. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter or Instagram. Twitter, I feel like, yeah, yeah, I feel like Twitter's Twitter. dying, but 31 people voted Twitter. Two, six. People love Twitter. Twitter's like, yeah. Really for like My boyfriend loves Twitter. Financial yeah. things. He, well, and, he's also in the stock sports. market. Sports, yes. you're right. Sports and stock market, that's where Twitter, like, that's where the people thrive. That is where they live. Um, 268 said Insta. <laughs> and then last but not least, so many, this is like the saddest thing. So many people responded back to this one and said, what is that? MySpace or AIM? Like, huh? Yeah. So we had like four I people respond back. And I they were literally like... Google it. Yeah. No, I would, <laughs> there's this really cool thing called Google. Google. Like, type Look in it what um, it is. That just breaks my heart. Yeah. MySpace was legit. I am actually so mad that the platform doesn't even exist anymore. So you can't even go back and see what yours looked like. Oh my God. You can't? Someone no. asked if they could still. I was like, I, was I, like, don't, I don't think know. so. No, I don't think you can. I don't think like you can. I don't think it's archived or held anywhere. Like I don't think the URLs exist or anything like that wow. out in the interweb, in the dark web. Because I would love <laughs> to see. <laughs> Just to see. Yeah. I liked AIM. I mean, I loved AIM. Like you hear the door swing open and it's like your crush we has entered the room. AIM. Oh. Yeah. My I had like Shushanova twenty two and like Shimmer oh. <laughs> stupidest. Name. I vividly remember mine because Carly made it and it was Lil Dog D A W G Lil Dog because everyone nine, called her Mad Dog two nine four six that where those numbers came from out of someone's <laughs> asshole like I have no idea where those came from but yeah I had some really good away statuses A I am don't text. <laughs> Peace sign. Don't no, text. I would be like BRB eating dinner. <laughs> like, All right. Well, we have 193 for AM, 61 for MySpace. We know you are off to like go on to the next meeting, but thank you so much for joining us. It was so lovely having you. Plug where everyone can yes, find you. Please let everyone know your socials, where you're at, oh, where they I can find feel you. like everybody can find me on Instagram at Mads Tats, M-A-D-D-Z-T-A-D-D-Z. I mean, 
that's really where everything is. It doesn't matter if you have a website and all the other cool like things under the Tuscan sun, but <laughs> hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> we and love and take her class. Yes. Soul where Cycle. are you teaching? I, um, you can just look at my schedule. I post it regularly and it's also on the Soul Cycle app and Soul Cycle website, but we are in, I'm in Chestnut Hill as well as Back Bay. We are open in the Westin now and fingers crossed in the next couple of weeks. Let's hope. We're crossing our fingers. I'm crossing like, everything for you. I know. Like Jesus, Buddha, <laughs> Anyone <laughs> shift the energy and get us going, please. <laughs> um, but we appreciate you so much. And thank it was just so, so nice connecting with you. And um, thanks for taking time out of your busy day to hang out with us. You girls are awesome. And I was really happy to be here. Thank you. It. Well, have a great rest of your day and just have the best time. And thank you so Bye, much. Bye, Mads. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed her. She is absolutely awesome in every single way. It was so nice to have her on, but we do need to talk about something really important to us. Something and really. And it's, it, it's just, it's deeply ingrained in, in our brand or in our branding. It's called self-care babies, baby cakes. Do you hear that? <laughs> oh my God. You might give people the wrong idea. <laughs> um, if you hear that, that is a, um, this is a sh ball shaver. Yes. Have you guys ever heard of it? Manscaped. Check it out. Check it out. It in, I don't know if you're watching YouTube, you can see it. So I don't know if, if in, we walked in today and we were like, so there's just like many uses for this. So it is, it is for the male specimen. It is, it is to help people find their balls find your balls um, find them but it for, and it's not just for males it's not because we tested it out on I, my arm hair carly's arm hair she's got some <laughs> longer arm hair happening and i and i tend to not shave my legs as often in the winter time so i give it a little like busted a move on my leg hair um i will say it is a the smoothest shave smoothest in, like no nicks. like dry shave shave that shit like I don't know about you like if you're wearing like capris or like <laughs> jeans with a hole in it I don't know if you've ever done that like just shave the place where the hole is this thing is for you uh, or if you have a significant other that you're like they could probably benefit from this in this amazing thing we have here it has ball toner ball, ball deodorant, deodorant for those with stanky ass balls <laughs> after a workout and then you got some boxers it comes with a charger and then this amazing amazing like it doesn't um, buzzer. Nick it's anything. a razor like imagine nicking your balls while shaving them that would be so, so painful. painful so this thing is literally it's the Amazing. next best thing to happen. Um, so use our code for 20% off this kit or whatever you want to use. Whatever that product that tickles your little fancy or your significant other's fancy if they're needing it. And free shipping. Yes. And code is find your balls. Find F-I-N-D Y-O-U-R-B-A-L-L-S. Find your balls. Not a Z. Not yes. a Z as some would think. And <laughs> just so find your balls. Go test it out. Go Try it out. Get some for your man for any anniversary birthday. I will be gifting it. For I will sure. be gifting it too. I straight up actually asked my boyfriend the other night <laughs> if he was going to use it in front of my parents. And my par our parents were like, oh, so like this could just. And then I was like, for your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We so, to make everyone uncomfortable. Yeah, in the everyone's room, just like deep breaths. Good. Gotta go. And Joe's probably like sitting there like broken out into hives yeah. like literally doesn't even give Carly a hug when he walks in the door like literally seething like why would she ever say that in front of anybody um but if you ever have any questions about it let us know we'll continue Slide to chat about DMs. this on yes. our uh, podcast and Instagram and everything but don't, don't forget 20% off find your balls and free shipping it's worth a shot um, but we hope you have a great rest of your week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, like, review, screenshot it, send it to us, and we'll give you a discount code for our clothing. For that whole Whoa, Fakabs merch or any merch that would you would you like that good. you would. That's good. Yeah, that, good. Okay. All right. All right. It's time for us to it's sign off. It's time to go. Have a freaking bomb ass week, everybody. We love you. Look for another this or that on Thursday. Love you. Eat the damn cake. Woo!